Guys, what's going on? Happy Sunday, everyone. And of course, today is another special one, baby. We are doing some TOEFL idioms today. Part 4. Version 4, guys, I've told you that TOEFL is a massive, 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 massive smash hit. So here I am doing another one with you today. And let's see how many idioms we have on board today. We have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 8. We have 8 idioms today. And as always, guys... I love breaking these down, so maybe you can use them in your everyday English, or maybe this will help you in terms of your TOEFL listening, okay? Regardless of whichever way you use it, it's time to get that lingo or the lingo of an American. So here we go, guys. Number one, as always, hang in there. What does hang in there mean? That means be patient. So, again, when I actually first, when I first moved to Bangkok... I was very impatient because I wasn't sure that I was going to get a job in Bangkok, period. So a lot of you would say, what do you mean by that? Well, the first, I have been working at one specific place for such a long time. Therefore, I was scared if I had left that specific place, who would end up giving me a job? But that was all false because there was one guy that came into my life and I was teaching his son and he said, Arsenio, you have to hang in there. And I said, but I'm not sure. He said, just hang in there. I said, okay, I'm going to hang in there. But if I don't get anything, I'm going to have to leave Thailand. Now, that was just fear setting in. But now you guys get the point in terms of using the term hang in there. It's all about being patient. All right? Things aren't going to happen, happen instantaneously. It takes time. All right? So... Hard up. I've never heard this one before, therefore I'm putting it out there. Hard up means lack of money. Example, Ellie knew I was hard up, so she paid for my coffee. Now, again, have I ever said this expression before in my life? Absolutely not, because I'm too cool for that. <laughs> but now you guys understand. So here we go. I like this one. Have a bone to pick. That means you have something to argue about. Now... Do you guys know that person that always finds a bone to pick? That person that always wants to argue about all these crazy things. Yes, I have a bone to pick with you. I remember there was one girl. She's like, I have a bone to pick with you. I was like, oh, really? Well, then what's the problem? She's like, don't sass me. I said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> guys, have a bone to pick. That means, again, have something to argue about, okay? Now, this specific idiom right here is very very famous in the world of sports so it's called jumping on the bandwagon a bandwagon so if you think of a wagon okay these things were used a long time ago Ooh, 1600s 1700s they had wagons and of course the horses would drag the wagons along right now jump on the bandwagon that would practically mean <sighs> that means to join a team that is popular or to join something that is popular. So, for instance, teams that no one ever talks about, they end up becoming very, very famous uh, or they become very popular. So everyone's like, yeah, yeah, that's my team now. And they're like, no, you're a bandwagon fan. You've never been a fan of that team until they started doing well. It's kind of like when I was a kid, you know, back in 2004. I had to pick an NFL, a professional National Football League team. And you know what? Pittsburgh Steelers were very hot at that time. 
I remember I watched the first game against the Raiders uh, when I first started school. And what is that? What is that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What was that? September? Was it? Is it 2004? Yeah, pretty sure it was 2004. Yeah, it was 2004. But it was the first game against the Raiders in either August or September. And then next thing you know, they just started winning and they kept winning. They were 3-1, and 4-1, and 5-1. Next thing you know, a man came over. He said, so are you a fan of Steelers? I said, yeah. He's like, hey, I'll come by. Uh, let's go. I want to buy you a hat. He bought me a hat. And that's when I had officially become a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers, I'm sorry. So I was a bandwagoner. But I didn't join another team. That still has been my team. I really don't care about football anymore. I never put fa- passion into things that I have no control over because that is craziness, right? But you know what? What I love so much is that a lot of people do put passion into these games, and I used to do that for a very long time until I would get so angry at something I have no control over, which just seemed absolutely ludicrous. I can't do that anymore. But that's what the term jump on the bandwagon means, or I'm sorry, the idiom. That's what the idiom means. So, I love this one. I say this with my students a lot. Let's get this show on the road. Let's get this show on the road. That means let's get started. All right. Now, what is it? Dwayne Johnson, he said, can you smell what the rock is? Yeah, he says a lot of different things. But yeah, let's get this show on the road. That means let's get started. All right. Some teachers probably say this. Maybe sometimes they don't say this. (sighs) Idiom number six. Let the cat out of the bag. That means to tell a secret. I like this one. I like this one a lot because, again, no, I don't necessarily say, uh, I don't, oh, man, there's so many other ways that you could say this, but let the cat out, out of the bag, that means, or if you want to tell someone or, you know, say something around people who don't know what you're talking about, ooh, you could say that. Now, it could be at a family barbecue out there in America, and the guy's like, uh-oh, she let the cat out of the bag. I can't even say it fast. Let the cat out of the bag. Cat out. Let the cat out of the bag. That is so hard to say. <laughs> a bunch of three-letter words. Oh, my God. Anyways, let the cat out of the bag. That means people start telling secrets and then a big fight happens. Welcome to America. Number seven, lose your marbles. That means lose your mind. Go crazy. So some people be like, oh, my God, I'm going to lose my marbles. Oh, my God, I'm going to lose my marbles. Oh, my God, I'm going to lose my marbles. That means he's going to go crazy. That means you should probably get away from him and just distance yourself for as much as humanly possible from that individual. Because once they lose their marbles, who knows what's going to happen. So I like that one a lot. And make a long story short, you know, I tried doing this. Some people, it's so difficult to tell people my story. They say, hey, so why are you in Thailand? And I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm just trying to piece together in my mind how am I going to tell this story because this is one of the craziest, longest stories ever. Then I could just say, you know what, to make a long story short, I worked in uh, Australia for one year, came back, realized how miserable my family was. They didn't want to help themselves, so therefore I needed to get out of there and never go back. Got all my credentials. One year later, I ended up shipping off. What was that? Oh, that was outside. Anyways, yeah, and then I ended up shipping off to Bangkok never to return again. That's called making a long story short. But then they say, hey, so how's Thailand been the last five years? Oh, my God, to make a long story short, bad things happen. But then I've lost control of my mind. I've lost control of everything until I realized how great I was. And then that's when I started creating. That's when I started helping people. And when I started helping people, my life changed forever. 
there you go. I just made a long story short. Now, yes, I could have talked about other things. If I'm doing this over dinner, I can make it longer. But to make a long story short, that's how you make a long story short. I think this is probably the most actionable idiom there is out there because you guys can use this almost immediately with anyone out there. So, guys, with that being said, baby, eight idioms right there for you guys. I got so many other things that will be heading your way very, very shortly, so just stay tuned for that. But, guys, again, thank you so much for tuning in to another ESL podcast. Please share it. If you shared it, that means you liked it. That means you get a big resounding thank you from your host, Arsenio. Until then, pronunciation tomorrow morning. Over and out.